Bitcoin was not created to be like an investment where everybody's gonna get rich in Bitcoin. It was created to, 08 happens, 2008, uh, Bitcoin's created in 2009 as a, as a backup, as an option, really not a backup, plan A to get rid of the dollar. And I think we're gonna see in our lifetime the fall of the US dollar. Are you ready? We're gonna run the yeah. play. Let's Do you go. know what it's like to come from nothing at all? But every day you just want it all. Do you know what it's like? Every day facing your fear, but believing that your blessing is near. Do you know what it's like? Growing up broken than most, but still being devoted the most. Do you know what it's like? Yeah, that's what the journey's about. Yeah. Show you What's going on, y'all? This is Justin Owens. I'm your host. This is the Run to Play Show, where I help break down the top plays of success from top leaders, entrepreneurs, personalities by sharing gems from their personal playbook. And I'm excited today. I think you're going to learn a lot today because the guest that I have in the locker room today is the creator of Defy the Odds. He's an expert in crypto. This is the guy I call before I make crypto plays. Uh, my guy, what's up, Mike Satero? How you feeling, man? I'm good. Just got off the plane, and uh, I'm excited to be here. Yeah, man, I appreciate you coming in. You know what I'm saying? I know you travel the world. You've been hey, a lot of places. I had to come today. Yeah, no, I, had I appreciate to be it. You know what I'm saying? We had a conversation. She's like, "Yo, bro, I'll fly in early." I was like, "There we go." Yeah. So I know the people are wondering, but like, what is going on with crypto? Man, it's doing what it's always done, right? Yeah. It's it's, uh, it's taking people's money who are not educated, <laughs> and it's putting money in people's <laughs> pockets who are educated. Yeah. And uh, right now, today, as we're recording, right, Bitcoin's at 24K, yeah. 22K, something like that. Yeah. And people forget six years ago, it was at $1,000 today, six years ago. Wow. Bro, Ethereum was at 80, no, it was at $21 six years ago today. Wow. It went to 5,000. So there's these cycles that have to play out and it's emotions on the charts. Mm -hmm. But I think when you understand value versus mm -hmm. price, you won't, people won't get consumed. But crypto right now is going to take people through an emotional cycle yeah. as we're seeing it. Yeah. So like when you say like it's, it's taking money from people that don't know and it's giving money to people that know, like, yeah. tell me what that means. I, like, think, I think wealth just transfers from impatient, right, to patient people. Yeah. People who are over leveraged. Yeah. We're witnessing uh, an era where you had exchanges like FTX and Voyager yeah. who were borrowing money against their own money. Yeah. And they all had a liquidation price. Mm -hmm. And if that liquidation gets hit. They're, they default on those loans. And then that money gets sold out of Bitcoin or out of ETH. And that's what we've seen take place. Yeah, so so some people think like, you know, even the stuff with FTX is like, oh, crypto's a scam. Well, no. No. Crypto was real. The, the exchange yeah. was, this, can, can you tell us what actually happened with that? And yeah, so FTX had a token, okay. FTT. Yep. The people that backed up uh, FTT's token mm -hmm. was pretty much FTX's parent company, Alameda Research. Mm. Sam Bankman Freed owned FTX, Alameda Research, uh, FTX Ventures, and FTX Acquisitions. Hmm. So they used all these acquisition companies to all invest early in a token at, at pennies, FTT. They all put money and they pumped it up. Mm. So now you have FTT, it was at $40, and now they're taking out loans against that. Wow. <laughs> Which is extremely illegal, <laughs> extremely. And then eventually FTT falls. Uh, midterm elections, November 8th of 2022. You have a uh, crazy uh, midterm elections. You have a lunar eclipse in the, in the sky. And then you have Sam Bankman-Fried. Uh, people can't get their money out of the exchange. So people are putting pressure on Sam. Sam goes quiet and everybody starts withdrawing at the same time. Mm. They were trading customer funds. And then FTT got so low that it got liquidated. Mm. People got liquidated. So they're not supposed to even trade. They're, no. Their customers' funds are supposed to Correct. sit. Correct. It's supposed to be uh, like a treasury, one-to-one. -one. Yeah. So it's like a ba now bank have fractionalized reserves or fractionalized banking. Yeah. Where if you have 100 grand in your checking at Chase and you go to the bank, they don't have it. Yeah. But in exchanges, you're supposed to have a one-to-one -one backing it. And now it's uh, you have to question everything. And never leave your money on exchanges. If you're watching this, do not ever leave your money on any centralized exchange, Coinbase, um, Binance, all of them can, same thing can happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. now you you and, and Nick uh, talked to me about a ledger. Yep. Right, and so what, you, you have a hard, like hard wallets. Yeah. What's, what's the other one, is it like uh, cold, cold wallet? Cold storage. Cold, a cold storage, and yeah. then like, is it like digital? Yeah, so you okay. have like a MetaMask, yep. it's called like a hot wallet, or okay. still connected to the internet. But okay. if I click a wrong link on my phone, it could be drained. So I always teach people never put crypto on your phone, number one. You okay. click the wrong link. You ever get those texts like your Netflix bill is due? Yeah. Boom, your whole life could be gone if you click one of those links. Wow. A ledger, you'd move your NFTs or your crypto from an exchange or your MetaMask to your ledger. I have two ledgers. Got it. One ledger will never connect to anything. 
and then one ledger I'll use to like connect or send certain NFTs out. Got it. Got it. Okay. So, all right. So help help me understand, and, and obviously the audience, because yeah. you, you've got, you know, you've got crypto, yeah. Um, but you have, you know, a lot of different coins and projects that are connected to it, and then you have blockchain. Yeah. Which one are you more excited about? Most excited about? Yeah. Um, and then what's the difference? Well, blockchain is not new. Block. I met a blockchain lawyer last night. She was practicing blockchain law since 2014. Wow. Before anybody right heard about yeah. crypto, uh, cryptos are built on block. Chain. So what do you to to two words? You have blocks. Mm -hmm. So every block will take a certain uh, speed or an algorithm to to unlock these blocks. Mm -hmm. So with like Bitcoin, for example, there's these mathematical equations these miners do mm -hmm. to move for the from to go from one block to the next. Okay. And then the chain is they're all connected. So if you go online, you could actually see the block right now. All the transactions happening. Fill this block, and then the chain just keeps going. But then right. there's either people or miners that are helping uh, push this network. Got Bitcoin it. was created for people to do transactions on it. Hmm. It wasn't really created to, to hoard it or just to hold it. Yeah. It was to like use Bitcoin. That's what, what's in the white paper. Yeah, got it, okay. Got it, okay, so you got crypto. Yep. And it, what I've seen, because I've, I've put money in some that have made money, yep. and I put in some that was just trash. Yeah, yep. Yep, so like what, <laughs> how have you been able to like over time decide okay this is a good project like what's your process yeah. to at this point to investigate what are you looking for to say okay this is a good project yeah. or not and i break this down in my book it's called the tokenomics blueprint so i look at a token from a tokenomics perspective so numbers uh -huh. and then i look at the problems that it solves so on the right side i look at who's the, who's involved what does the team look like um was there v, uh, vc money venture capitalist money what price did they get in at this okay. is what people don't know these firms like Coinbase Ventures and even Alameda Research, they're getting in, let's say, a token at three cents, mm -hmm. but then it releases to the public at two dollars. Wow. They're already in so much profit, and then sometimes they can sell right away, sometimes they can sell in 12 months, yeah. vesting periods. So, and they just do this over and over and over again. So, you have to understand that side. Mm -hmm. Now, when you're looking at a token, after all of those things are checked the leadership, the team, what problem does it solve? The tokenomics, you're looking at a few things. One is max supply. Okay. Bitcoin has 21 million tokens. It's going to take another 100 years for the rest to come into supply. Got it. So now you have a, a game of supply and demand. Mm -hmm. The second thing I look at is market cap. Okay. How much money is in the token? Mm -hmm. So if it has over a billion or more, technically it's a main cap project right now. Okay. That'll yeah. change through yeah. time. Under 100 million mm -hmm. is a low cap. And those are those risky trash coins that yeah. a lot of people play with. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then a mid cap, I would say, has a hundred million to a billion. Got it. Okay. And which ones are you looking to get into? Like, I'm looking right now into DeFi projects okay. that have what we call TVL, total value lock. Now, what all that means is that there's money locked up mm -hmm. in what we call these smart contracts, and that's what's amazing about blockchain and smart contracts. That's what's changing the world. Okay. A smart contract, real simple. If A, B, and C, D happen, this happens. Pretty simple. Yeah, yeah. If I want to send money to my dry cleaner on the first of every month, you can put that in a smart contract. A, B, and C, D happen. She gets the money in crypto. Hmm. So you could do auto ship from crypto. You could do everything in with crypto and smart contracts. Wow. Yeah. That's very interesting. Hmm. And we'll see more like uh, we call it IRL in real life. Yeah. Utility like right now in El Salvador, uh, Bitcoin is a legal tender. So the country, the people- Legal or illegal? It is legal. Okay, yeah. So the, the merchants, the people, they have to accept it. Now, some people like Bitcoin, some people don't because they're not really educated. And the country, uh, the president is buying like every week, mm -hmm. right? That'll happen all around the world over the next five to 10 years. Hmm. In Argentina, their country has gone through a lot of turmoil because of their currency. It's pretty much gone. Same thing, Venezuela, Zimbabwe, a lot of countries because the dollar has gained so much value. Yep. So it's real simple. When the dollar goes up, it drains liquidity and it devalues or depreciates other countries' currencies. Mm -hmm. But then when the dollar goes down, money's flowing from the dollar into stocks and bonds and commodities and crypto. Yep. Right now, we have seen since 2021, the dollar went crazy, everything else dropped. Right. Now, what forced the dollar so high? Interest rates. Right. And we'll talk about that. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, that affects the whole market. Mm. So when we saw like these athletes starting to take their paycheck in Bitcoin yeah. and crypto and stuff like that, that means some of them, they took an L. 
So if they sold, they took an L. Well, it depends when, but yeah, a lot of them, I think Odell, a couple. Yeah, prior to go. I think they're still holding. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's, and, and that's the thing. I think they're still holding. Okay, so, so, so then that's the other side of it is I don't really lose money until I sell. For sure. Got it. For sure. I met somebody last night. I was at a mastermind that I paid to be a part of, and there was 50 successful people. Three or four of them have been in crypto since 2015. Wow. One dude had a $300 million exit. Put not all of it, percentage, into crypto 2015. If you saw him, you'd be like, there's no way this dude has this money. Insane. But he's like, I'm gonna buy it and I'll sit it and I'll probably sell it in 2025. Said this to himself in 2015. So I tell people, don't ever invest more than you can afford to lose. Right. And we say that all the time and then people <laughs> get mad yeah. when they lose. It's like, but we said don't invest yeah. more than you can afford to lose. <laughs> and uh, never sell on a red day. If the market's going down, you can do whatever you want. But does it make sense to sell when the market drops 20%? But our emotions, oh, we, we're up 20%, now I go in. No. No, no, no. Bitcoin was at 16,600 a couple months ago in November. Mm. It was accumulation. I was looking at the charts, blah, blah, blah. We were, we were accumulating some crypto. Correct. Everybody became fearful. They're screaming recession. They're screaming this and that. And guess what? The market knows everybody's getting very selly. They like selling, selling. Market rallies to 24K right now. Mm -hmm. And we, we could see 30 and then we could see a massive drop. Wow. Wouldn't surprise me because it's, yeah. it's the emotional cycle playing out. And this happened in 2014, it's happened in 2017, happened in 2019. So when it when it's going down, is that because people are selling? Yeah, yeah. You're, yeah. you're selling pressure. Um, you have miners selling, you have exchanges selling. You know, 21 million Bitcoin. Now Coinbase owns 2 million Bitcoin. So Each actual, actual yeah. thing. The company itself. <clears throat> yep. So that's not customer's money. Correct. Uh, Coinbase right now, they're showing they have a one-to-one -one reserves. That they have their money. Yeah, yeah, wow. Customers' money. But still don't trust them. Yeah, yeah. Because if everybody went and did a bank run like they did in Sri Lanka a couple months ago, they actually did a bank run. They went to the ATMs, and you couldn't take your money out. So they stormed the president's house, actually, in Sri Lanka. Go look this up. It's crazy. Wow. They had AKs take over the president's house just overnight <laughs> because they're like, we can't get our money. And that's happening in, in Asia right now, where you can only take out 5 or $50 a day. In what if they did that in the U.S.? No, in your bank, U.S. dollars. Oh. This is why people need to pay attention to crypto. Because I have ownership. I have, if I have crypto on my phone, which I don't, but I have ownership of this, I can send you right now. If I need to send you $10 or $10 million right now, in seconds, you have the crypto. Mm. We don't got to go through a third-party bank, pay wire fees, ask questions. Yeah. So let's, I guess, going into that conversation, let, explain DeFi. Yeah. Yeah. So, so DeFi stands for decentralized finance. Yeah. So just think of Wall Street, mm -hmm. but on the blockchain. And what does that mean? It means that you don't. You if you have bad credit, please please listen because I know everybody's uh, <laughs> you know moving getting good credit. But you don't need good credit to get into the financial part of crypto. Now all of DeFi majority of it is built on Ethereum. So you really can't build projects on Bitcoin. Got it. So that so Ethereum came a couple years after, and you can build projects. So there's things. Uh, like borrowing and lending through Aave. So let's say you have 100 grand, right? Uh, on Aave, you can deposit your 100 grand in USDC. You can take out an LTV, a loan to value of your 100 grand, and I think you can take out 70%. Mm -hmm. So I can take out 70 grand. Now, Justin, all you did was you connected your wallet with your 100 grand in it. No background checks, no credit checks, no email. You are completely you. Wow. So a person could, so so this that is a way that a person could technically, if the market drops, I could still use some of the liquidity yeah. of the yeah. value there yep. without selling it. And then if it goes up, I still own it. Correct. You you'll get like a, a token in return, like an like a kind of like an IOU token. It's called like staked ETH or USDC, and you can get that token back. So you wow. can leave your crypto in there and then make money or lose money on the depreciation or, or appreciation of that. Um, but then you could also trade that in the meantime. So there's a couple words, borrowing and lending. Mm -hmm. I think everybody understands those words. Yep. You have something called staking, okay. which is kind of like putting your token in like a, a pool yep. and you're gonna make money on like trading fees, yeah. which is cool because if let's say I'm holding two projects, let's say I'm holding Ethereum and I'm holding uh, USD coin. Okay. I can lend or I can provide liquidity just like a bank or just like a lender in the traditional world, yep. and I can earn interest every time there's a trade that happens. Mm. Uniswap is doing more transactions than Visa right now. Wow. 
Uniswap's the number one place in DeFi. You and I, I would do some research. Hmm. Went from $2 to $50 or token last year. Wow. And what, what do you think? Is, what is it at now? Six, About, like six, six bucks. Well, that's good, though. I think we're going that's, back. That means it's on sale, then. It is on sale. All right. Well, Whoever watches this interview yeah. in, like, two years. Whoever watches it now and fast forward in two years. Yeah. Give me some bold predictions right Don't now. Don't forget Let's, about us. Yeah. Uh, like, bold, bold predictions right now. What, like, uh, Give me, give me a time, time over the over the next two to five years. Some, some oh, projects. Man. You're gonna going get me excited, to, man. Yeah. And by the way, this uh, is not a financial advice. You know, no. I don't even know the disclaimers, but we'll put something up there. Yeah, anyway, yeah. we're not responsible if you win or lose. Yeah. But if you win, find us and uh, don't forget us. about us. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I'll give you a few different aspects. So right now, Colombia, you can take the title to your house. So let's say you take the title and you can put it on the blockchain, XRP's blockchain, and you can have ownership of your house. So I think that goes one layer forward. I think this is five years for real estate. One layer forward is there's a marketplace. You upload your property. There's probably some K, uh, know your customer documents. There's probably some legal stuff there, of course. Mm -hmm. And But all you did was you connected your wallet. Let's say you had a million dollars in your MetaMask. You connected your wallet, just like you go on Zillow and look at houses or properties, connect wallet, buying crypto, that person has 30 days to get out their house. You now own it and you have title. you have the title. You have the NFT of that. Right. I think that does happen in the next five years. It's happening right now in Colombia. Wow. Layer one. Where, where I think Bitcoin will be at in five years, I think over a quarter million. Wow. ETH, over 25,000. Yeah, mm. we, we can... We can All right, XRP. Let's talk about that. XRP. XRP is a lawsuit right now. Yep. They're still battling. It's at, price is at 40 cents. Uh, I think they win regardless. Why? Because they've positioned themselves in Canada, overseas. So let's say they're deemed a security. Well, if they're deemed a security, the whole space is in trouble. Yeah. Because only Bitcoin today is not a security. So that means we're, we're all trading securities. That means we're all going to be in a little bit of trouble. Yep. I think they win, though. And I think we do see price react, but not a crazy reaction right away. XRP works with the banks. The Bank of England, they're using XRP network, they just said, literally a couple days ago. Wow. So XRP is not DeFi. My name's DeFi Mike, but yeah. XRP is not decentralized. Okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. XRP is going to work with the institutions, yep. but a lot of that money could settle. So you could have trillions of dollars flowing through XRP to then uh, to complete these transactions. Yeah, and I think XRP does get to five dollars in five years. Hmm. I think maybe higher. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Okay, that yeah. makes me feel good. You yeah, self-interest. Yeah. question right there. <laughs> yes, I can go for it. So, all right, good deal. Uh, uh, Solana. What, what do you think about that? Because uh, yeah. some projects, a lot of projects will be built on there. Yep. Um, you still feel good about Solana? I do. Because Solana was centralized. A lot of the money was backed by FTX. So I believe FTX was selling that whole drop down. Now, we originally, you know, I got in Solana at 20 bucks, took some profits. I'm, I'm in a little drawdown, to be honest, on Solana right now. But it went to $8. It's back at 25 today. It was at $8 last month. I think long-term people are building. Google is running validators. So Google is running, um, keep it simple, technology that helps Solana grow right now. Hmm. They announced it <laughs> like the week before the FTX thing, and they're still doing it. Hmm. So, Got it, But FTX doesn't own Solana. They no, were they were just investing in a lot of the ecosystem projects Got it. Uh, around Solana. Mm -hmm. So you have what we call layer one blockchains. So ETH. Solana, I mean, Bitcoin, ETH, Solana, um, Cardano, right? These are all XRP. These are all layer ones. And then you have projects built on top. Got it. Okay, so so we've got to make it make sense. So like the Bitcoin, Ethereum, all that kind of stuff, they're kind of like the land almost? Yeah, the land. Okay, and then the yep. projects are like the buildings? Yeah, the houses. Built on, okay, yeah. got it. So now it's almost a thing of like, do I invest into the land? That's, yeah. that's that's holding, Yeah, you know, yep. or do I invest into the building and say, okay, you know, I think that building is going to... The building will have more risk. Yeah. Um, definitely they can face some evictions. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of those projects don't make it. Got it. But, I like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, what are your thoughts on AI in the crypto DeFi space? I think there's a few projects to do research on. Uh, I'll give you two of them. Cause uh, you're my friend. Yeah. Uh, one is one is GR. You guys should thank uh, Justin for inviting me. Uh, yeah, for sure. GRT. GRT. Called okay. the graph. Um, yeah, I've seen that one. It's it's important. How data moves in a secure way is everything in crypto. 
So the graph has basically some AI technology, kind of like this chat, GBT. Yeah, yeah. They've had it for three years though. This isn't something new, okay guys? Um, they call it a subgraph. I won't get too technical here. Look into GRT and then another project called Fetch, F-E-T-C-H AI. And they, they have some interest from, I think Microsoft right now mm -hmm. or Google, one of those. Uh, those two projects. GRT was at three bucks. We talked about the ICO price. The early investors got in at three cents. Wow. Last week it hit five cents. Your boy got in. Yeah. It's at 21 cents today. Wow. How, okay, so Okay, so I know I know in the uh stock market you have to be like an accredited investor. Yeah. To get into like the early Yeah. yeah. Be, we can't do that in the US. Yeah. We can't get in ICO prices in the US. Yeah, this is outside. Yeah. yeah. It's that's a complete financial game we can't do that mm. as a u.s resident US so if any of my friends in other places yeah call your boy no I'm joking. <laughs> 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 yeah. all right so all right so let, let's talk about risk and rewards though because yeah. like it is crypto can be risky but it can also be very rewarding i've yeah. taken some really big wins i've talked yeah. some some hard l's yeah uh how how, how do you i might ask two questions one let's talk about risk to reward right okay. and then how do you know when to sell? Because it's like, yeah. you know, it's like, all right, Bitcoin goes to 60000 I sell. Yeah. I probably would have been good and I could have got back in at 19. For sure. You know, so like, how do you know, like, should yeah, I just yeah. hold forever and just don't look at it and I don't have to deal with it or? Yeah. So the first question, risk to reward, I think everything's risk in life. Yeah. Like getting on the airplane today is risk. But yeah. what's the probability? Yeah. So I tell people, like, I lose trades all the time and you're going to lose as a trader and an investor. Okay. But what's your, what are you willing to lose in a trade? So if I'm, let's say I'm going to go into a project and let's say I have $1,000, mm -hmm. easy math. And I say, okay, if I lose this $1,000, was it going to affect my lifestyle? Correct. Now, a lot of people, they have $1,000, they think about that and they do it anyways. Yeah. And that's why they're emotionally sell when they're down $800. Mm -hmm. And then, they're, oh, I lost $800, crypto's a scam. No, you're a scam. Mm -hmm. um, so everything's the risk. Mm -hmm. You have to find ideas and you have to look at emotions in the play. So when I'm looking at the market, I'm thinking emotions. Bitcoin went to $4,000 right during the pandemic of march of 2020 yeah, everybody was fearful mm -hmm. some people were not and some people capitalized on that so and you also have to ask yourself what do you want to get out of the space are you looking to trade in this week or this month or are you a long-term investor my mm -hmm. portfolio gives me peace because i've just been accumulating for five and a half years yeah and i've taken profits um now when do you know to take profits when everybody else is getting in yeah it's pretty simple yeah Got it. And that's why we see like the runs and then sometimes it'll pull back a little bit. Somebody's like, all right, let me take a little. You know what here. the top was last year of crypto almost? What's that? The Super Bowl. How many crypto commercials were in the Super Bowl last year? A lot. The Coinbase little barcode. Mm -hmm. This year, Super Bowl commercials, are, they banned cryptocurrency ads. You saw that? I didn't see that. Yeah, you won't see any crypto. Why? Makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's against the agenda. They want crypto to drop mm -hmm. because they've been buying BlackRock, Samsung, all of these companies, they've been, the SEC has a coin right now. You'll see soon. You'll see very soon. They've been in crypto since 2015, 2016. Mm. Bro, I was in Ecuador on December 7th, 2017. Go look on the article. JP Morgan calls Bitcoin a scam. I was literally, got off the plane and I watched Bitcoin drop from, I think, seven or eight grand to like three grand in like an hour. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, this is, this. we got to go speak at an event right now about yeah. Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah. Four days later, they buy $50 million of Bitcoin. Wow. Comes out. That's not market manipulation, though? No, it is. But you know how banks put money set aside for market manipulation? Mm. Go research this. It's crazy. They put money aside because they know they're going to get fined by the SEC. And you know what they do? Write the check. Billions of dollars a year in fines. They do this in the currency market, and they're doing it in this crypto market as well. Hmm. Dang. So how do regular people win? They got to get educated. Yeah. They have to understand that they can't be investing their rent money or their kids' money. Mm -hmm. I think they have to create a, a new stream of income and then yeah. deposit that into the space. Yeah. But most people are not going to win, Justin. Yeah. They're not going to win because they're emotional. Can they win? Yes. Mm -hmm. Do I want them to win? Of course. But we know what, 97 98%, that money just goes back and forth. Yeah. What's that whole analogy you give a million dollars to everybody in the world and it'll yeah, come, come back right to back. the same hand? Yeah. But we saw that in COVID. You know, we I, did. I tell people all the time, like, it, so many people got money in PPP loans and what, what did they go to? Cars, homes. People jury. in Miami going to jail every day. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yesterday, the realtor in Miami got caught 600 grand in jail, prison right now. Literally yesterday. Wow. Okay. 
I know a lot of people nervous about that knock on the door. <laughs> like, <laughs> we, we ruined it for hey, y'all. Where's that? Uh, where's that farming company you had? Yeah, in, uh, yeah. <laughs> the city had fifty employees. <laughs> <laughs> where they at? All right, and then some of them trying to do the, uh, the payroll, you know, tax stuff. But anyway, yeah. different conversation. Uh, all right, let's just talk about Mike's rule for buying and holding. Yeah. So. How do you decide, okay, I'm buying this one, I'm holding this one long term, this one yeah. I'm trading. I trying to get into the mind of it. Yeah. Of, of all right, am I trading or am I long term investing? Okay. So yeah, that's first. So I look at investing and trading a little bit differently. So my portfolio and then my leverage trading account look at it a little bit differently. I look at the charts the same, but if I'm opening up a leverage position, I'm probably not holding it for two weeks or three weeks. That's in and out. My portfolio, I'm looking so majority of traders are taught support and resistance. Yep. Now, what the banks do is the banks put all this information on YouTube for free so people see it and they all trade the same way. So what I look for is I look for called liquidity. Just think of support. So think of a floor. I wait for the floor to be broken. I wait for price to come back up to the floor and then give me one more drop. And there's these things in the market called imbalances. And everything is like in harmony, right? You've heard of Fibonacci, right? Yep. Like everything is at a Fibonacci. Mm -hmm. That's how the markets work as well. If you mm -hmm. want, if you want it, if you are on your computer while you're watching this, go to tradingview.com, open up a Bitcoin chart. Mm -hmm. And if you look at a Fibonacci, a Fibonacci ratio of the candle on Bitcoin in 2017, and if you put one of those fibs from the bottom to the top, price comes back exactly 80%. Wow. And it just did that again when Bitcoin hit 16,000. What, what, what fib is it? Is it 81 or is it 81.3 or something like that? Uh, I, I used 88.6. 88.6. Okay, yeah. yeah. I knew it was, I, it's been a minute. but yeah, it's all, yeah. all good. <laughs> That's why we're here. I know 61.8 is there. Yeah. That, I know 61.8 yeah. is there, but yeah. Okay, I like that, it. That works sometimes. But yeah. I all right. I like it. So you said 86 point. Yeah, 88.6. 88.6. Okay, I like it. I like uh, it. So that's what you look for. That's one of the things. Got it. Okay. And um, I like it. Mike says, look, y'all not get my whole strategy. You got to get. Yeah, yeah. This, this, you got to get the uh, newsletter. 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 No, I'm just kidding. You know what I'm saying? No, you do. You do. It's you like 10 cents a day. It's just, yeah, just it's for cool. fun. Yeah. Um, and newsletter is like, like seven bucks a month or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's. You know, it's and we'll, we'll, drop, we'll drop something down here for you guys to be able to get accessible. access to. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's dope. Yeah. And this is like, he, by the way, Mike really knows the stuff on a higher level. I know he's really trying to make it as simple yeah. as possible, but I would suggest like really learning the education side of it because most people just don't know. You know, and, and so yeah. if you if you start listening to people that don't know, then it's, then, yeah. then you lose. What what's been your biggest lesson in crypto? Lesson or loss? <laughs> you said lesson. I thought of like a six figure loss I took, you know, early mm -hmm. on, and you know, it's all good because it came back. Yeah. But don't believe the hype. You know, <clears throat> these projects that have less than a hundred million in market cap, yeah, just really risky. And when when it, when a bear market happens, so in a bull market, right, markets going up. Those projects, you can get in and make money. But in a bear market, money's flowing from Bitcoin into altcoins. Bitcoin's flow, uh, money's flowing from Bitcoin to mid cap to low cap. Mm -hmm. So Bitcoin goes up, right? Let's say you have Bitcoins at 50 grand and I wanna double that Bitcoin, Bitcoin's gotta go to 100. But if I buy this mid cap coin and it doubles, now I have two Bitcoin, now I move it back, I have two Bitcoin. Right. So that, that will continue to happen. So people will move a Bitcoin into a low cap project let's say 10 million market cap, yeah. that thing will pump and it'll 5X. Sometimes there's not even enough liquidity to get out of that back into Bitcoin. Mm. These are things that you have to understand. That's why the liquidity is important. So Because you can put it into a coin and then not be able to withdraw it. 100%. How many people had those meme coins, billions of tokens, and they think they're gonna, it's gonna go to a dollar. Even if it did, there would never be liquidity. Every seller needs a buyer and every buyer needs a seller. And you have to sell into liquidity. People get paid to provide liquidity. That's what I was kind of sharing before. Remember, you have two tokens. You can you can lend it. You can give it to the exchange. Mm -hmm. If there's no liquidity, you have a bunch of numbers on your phone. Looks cool on Instagram. Wow. But your your, your real life's not changing. Yeah. Sheesh. All right. Well, I'm learning. Learning. I'm gonna pick that lesson up. Uh, let's talk about NFTs. Okay. Because that's that's been something that's been interesting yeah. over the last year, which I also think was necessary. You know, you. For sure. The same thing with crypto, like the the, the bad projects, they got to purge. Go. The purge had to happen. Yeah, it has to go because I mean, one, they're just bad for yeah. the whole like economy of yeah everything when it comes to, to um, digital currency. Um, so they had to go, but then that has people saying, well, you know, it's just a picture. Like, why would you pay all this money for a picture? Yeah. Like, so <laughs> can you give me can you give me a, a simple explanation of like, okay, what are NFTs? Yeah. And and then what is the actual use of it? Yeah, NFTs 
uh, it's real simple. Think of you have a trading card, you have a Michael Jordan card, yep. but you don't know like the previous buyer of the previous Michael Jordan card that, ha that had your card. Right. When NFTs, you can see that on the blockchain. I can see every single person who's had my NFT. But it's simple. It's a title or a deed. So think of your car, think of your house, even think of your, your insurances. And what happens is the, the picture goes onto the blockchain. Mm -hmm. So let's say I was talking to a guy yesterday who's in healthcare and he thinks in healthcare they're going to have blockchain. Let's say you're allergic to uh, penicillin. Mm -hmm. I'm allergic to that medicine. Yeah. And let's say I pass out right now. And let's say the ER comes and I'm passed out and they don't know that. Well, that technology in the blockchain, it could be in an NFT stored somewhere. They can type in my name or look up an ID and all of that's there. And it's secure, mm -hmm. right? We see these hacks and all these different yeah. things. So if it's built correctly, that's a, a use case in healthcare. Mm -hmm. In real estate, it could be the title of your house. And if you want to sell your house, it would be on the blockchain. And you have royalty. So let's say we built this property. Mm -hmm. And let's say we built this property for a million dollars. We sold it tomorrow for 1.5. How much would we make? 500. 500 grand. Mm -hmm. But what if we baked in, in the beginning, a 3% royalty every single time the property sold in the future? So let's say somebody, the, the second guy sells it for 1.8. He makes 300 grand. But we, with a new construction, we built it. We get 3% of that deal. Hmm. So as an NFT owner, there's benefits there. Like is the person that owns it or is the person that owns the project? Person that owns the project. Got it. So yes, yeah, person yeah. that owns the project. Mm -hmm. Now, if you just own the NFT, right? Yeah. There's a lot of projects. NFTs went through a phase where it was too many, ten thousand pieces, anonymous owners. Would you ever? What world do we live in? We're just yeah. gonna buy things from people we don't know who they are. Right. But that's what happened last year. Got it. And it was very bad. Now the projects are like a thousand pieces. Mm -hmm. Um, 5,000 pieces. And there's really two types. There's one, if I'm an artist and I just want to make cool art, mm -hmm. I can sell my pieces. Yep. I have 20 pieces. Imagine, you know, 20 Van Goghs, yeah. right? And it's all in the blockchain. And then you have communities of people who are buying an NFT and most of them are trash. Mm -hmm. There's a company called Yuga Labs and that's the only company I'm really bullish on. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. And you, we were talking about Another thing when it comes to EFTs before we started shooting, it was like um, the use of it as well. Yeah. Like some of it's not just about how much money you're gonna make of it. Some of it's like almost like sure. a community. Yeah. So can you give us some examples of like- So yeah, let's say you wanted to do your next event, right? Yeah. Circle CEOs, we're gonna do an event. Let's say there's 2000 tickets. Yeah. And let's say you did a hundred of them in NFTs. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? What if those hundred were able to come back to every event that you did? Hmm. And guess what? Every time they're resold, you know, you guys would get a, a royalty on that, mm -hmm. but it allows now your, um, not fans, but it allows your students or allows the people who are buying, gives them an opportunity to make money. Yeah. Because what if they buy it for 0.1 ETH, and let's say that's $160, but then they sell it for 0.3 ETH. Right. What if they keep that in ETH, mm -hmm. and ETH goes to 3,000? Right. Now they have a little bit more money. Yeah. So now it gives your, your community, right, your audience, the ability to make money with you. Mm -hmm. And that's why this will happen in the music game. It's already happening now. You see Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Um, he owns Death Row Records. Mm -hmm. uh, Death Row Records. He's building in the metaverse right now on Sandbox. He's building land and he's building studios in the metaverse. Hmm. Sounds it. crazy, but it won't. It, these, these were crazy, right? Yeah. Phones were crazy. Mm -hmm. Having a, an airplane was crazy. Bending metal. That makes a lot of sense 100 yeah. years ago. It didn't, but now it does. Mm. Because it's still sometimes hard to wrap your mind around the metaverse. Like, Yeah, like, we're still far away from that part. Yeah, you think that's going to be a while? That's like 10 years. Okay, all right. So don't get too caught up. Yeah, in. yeah, yeah. Maybe understand it right now. But understand like, understand the land part. Yeah. There's digital land and there's a limited supply. Mm -hmm. There's only 78,000 plots of land in Sandbox. So you could buy some land next to Steve Aoki. And let's say he hosts an online concert, you, which you could watch from your phone. You don't need goggles or anything like that the land next to him, his um, place might be a little bit more expensive. Mm. Because people that are playing the game might end up in your store. You could have a run the play store inside of Sandbox. Got it, so where do you find the people to build this stuff? There's, they're every, they're, they're a lot, it's, it's a little hard, but they're yeah. called devs. Um, you gotta know the right people. Yeah, okay, good, that's what I was like, that's, that's a whole nother. I have a team of devs, but it's, you have to know the right people that you can trust. Yeah. 
because they have access to building whatever you choose to. <laughs> and you're, you know, you just don't give them the, the private keys to your crypto. So you would own all the land yourself and you would kind of give them like rights, like commercial rights to build on your land. You could yeah. lease the land. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. There's yeah, so, all right. A lot it. of lanes. Yeah. Uh, some people are saying, okay, well, some of these influencers are going to jail because they promoted oh, yeah. these. Yeah. Oh, so you think so? Uh, fine. I, so Kim Kardashian was promoting uh, Ethereum Max last mm-hmm. year, right? Mm-hmm. I live in Miami. So I'm getting like emails. I'm getting, you know, uh, Dave Grootman is accepting ETH, ETH Max at like Komodo at Prime 112. It lasted a week, and then it flopped because Floyd Mayweather, uh, Kim paid a million dollars in fines. Um, Logan Paul has rugged a lot of projects. Just call it what it is. Mm-hmm. His reputation is not good because he's promoting it. So I don't think they're going to go to jail, but maybe in the future, bro. Yeah. Dude, it is very possible. Yeah. But I think they're just going to get fined. Yeah. But if they keep doing it, then I think so. Yeah, I guess. It's it. securities fraud. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's like it's just it's in a world that's not regulated yet it's like the rules aren't there yet that's the issue so it's like we can't it's it's we know you did some wrong but yeah i can't quite but there's like a delay yeah it's like if you don't pay your taxes you don't go to jail tomorrow right, right. but in five years when they come knocking and yeah you got to fix it then you, yeah, yeah, yeah you have to like yeah. right there yeah so jail right now i don't think so yeah okay i like it. so crypto is still a thing yeah it's very much real. it is very real so it's not going away it's no not, yeah okay all right no, so some people think that like, oh my god it's, you know yeah. what fidelity is yep 401ks mm-hmm. go go on google right now stop the video and go to type in fidelity 401ks fidelity has like five trillion dollars aum under management they are offering right now a bitcoin service where you'll be able to take your retirement money and soon get direct exposure to bitcoin there's one thing holding that from happening regulation yes but an etf a spot etf so now let's say i have my series 7 or 67 all these people that work at fidelity they can go raise capital Mm -hmm. they can take 401k money and go directly and buy bitcoin when that happens trillions of dollars will flow into crypto Hmm. and fidelity's on the front end of it wow Hmm. if that's not a sign to pay attention i don't i don't know what is yeah yeah i like that um Let's talk like just traditional business for, for yeah. a second, because I think, you know, for me, relationships are really big in yeah. business and in life. Um, you're really good at relationships as well. Um, wh- what are some things that have helped you be able to develop relationships, yeah. maintain relationships long term? Well, I did the opposite. Hmm. I got involved in business entrepreneurship at 18. I'm 28 right now. At 21, I burned a lot of relationships hmm. and I found myself almost lonely in a way where it's like I lost my income. Mm hmm. Everybody kind of hated me because yeah. I just, not that I was bad, but I, if people, if I disagree with somebody, I would tell them and that's okay, but I would tell them in a really bad way, in yeah, a bad yeah. tone, in a bad way, just in general. So I learned from that, you know, I had to learn from that in the beginning. Um, but yeah, I just realized that you're one relationship away yeah. from, from really what you want. Yeah. And if you can surround yourself with people where there's like a same mission and same energy, then, you know, Bible says two or three people come together. Right. So you could be friends with people in different companies and in different industries. You should have friends that are that don't do what you do. Yeah, yeah great. I agree a thousand percent. Because hanging out with the same people is it's great. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's just, you know, I think I think people sometimes forget that, you know, business is a very long. Yes. But it's a very small world. Man, it's, oh, man. And so it's like, you know, I know people right now that don't do business with people today because of some stuff 10 years yeah. ago, five years yeah. ago. And I'm like. That and it, I try my best to say, okay, you know, let me just try to do as much like good as I can because yeah. you never know what that person has the what doors become open to them for sure. And it's like, yo, some stuff is just a phone call, bro. Like some yeah. some of these coins I made money on was just, hey, bro, go get this, and I'm like, all right, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And and I made money, and it had to do with a relationship, not because Justin was so smart. For sure, yeah. And you never know where you're gonna be. Like things happen in life, mm-hmm. and um. People sometimes they just think like everything's gonna stay the same way it is today forever. Yeah, no. And nothing stays the same thing forever. Yeah, 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 absolutely. What are your thoughts on like you know because like the crypto space? You know, some people they talk about, especially on social media, about like network marketing, direct sales yeah. in that space. Um, pros and cons of it in 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 the direct sales network marketing space. Well, seen. I think there's a lot of just course people in general yeah. taking advantage of people that want to learn, so they're charging thousands of dollars. 
Uh, there's a lot of illegal activities where they're just like trading people's money. Like, hey, give me your money. Like they're just opening up a hedge fund. I feel like everybody's a hedge fund owner these days. Mm-hmm. And I think those people go to jail for sure. Yeah. That is, that's a whole nother game uh, with the SEC. Mm-hmm. But I think trading education is real. It's who, it's who you just, it's who, it's really who you vibe with and who you want to learn from. Yeah. Because there's great traders. I'm not the best trader. I've lost money. I've lost trades. I've been doing it for six years. We have success, sure, but I'm not perfect, and yeah. nobody is going to win all their trades. And anybody claiming, which yeah. people do in this space because they're hyped, yeah. you can't believe that, those lies. Mm-hmm. So you want to just find authentic people that you can learn from, yeah. and you can relate to. Mm-hmm. So basically, find somebody that you rock with and you yeah. like their style yeah. of education, learn sure. and then you kind of do your thing. People overcomplicate it. Yeah, just don't overcomplicate trading because it could be complicated if you look at a chart. You're like, wow, up, down, candles, lines. I dropped out of college after like two weeks. Yeah. You know, there was a, a, a bomb threat at school and I was like, this is a sign from God. I'm not even kidding. This is it. All in, right? Entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. So if DeFi Mike could figure it out, yeah. I'm not going to refer to myself in first person again. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Let, just so I'm clear with this, is Sam Bankman Freed. Freed, okay. Yeah. So he was like Wonder Boy almost. It's like, you, I mean, you want me to go down the rabbit hole with you right here? Yeah, let's just. Talk I mean, he about was a puppet. It. He was a puppet. Both sides of politicians, they put him there. Sam Bankman's freed, okay. His parents, his dad worked at his, his case. Okay, so his girlfriend, Caroline, her dad worked at MIT. When her dad's. When her girlfriend's dad was at MIT, his boss was the was Gary Gensler, the head of the SEC right now. Okay? Hmm. There's also ties to our current president right now, not him, but people that he chose, where they were funneling hundreds of millions of dollars through a website, I can't remember right now, through Sam's mom's site, she would raise money for politicians. Mm-hmm. So she's raising money for politicians. A lot of that money got sent to Ukraine. Just call it what it is. A lot. And it's all there. So what I think happened is FTX was the front to help raise capital for the 2020 election for both both sides. He donated to Democrats and Republicans. Yeah. Make that very clear. And then a lot of that money went somewhere else. And I don't think their little scam event was supposed to happen right away. Okay, there was a guy named Mark Wetgen. Okay, Mark is important in this scenario because FTX acquired a company called Ledger X, not the Ledger cold storage. Mm -hmm. It was an options trading company. Mark Wetgen was the former head of the CFTC. He worked for FTX. He approved the transaction from Ledger uh, X to FTX. So he investigated FTX. Why was he the former commissioner of the of the CFTC approving this deal? He he was in the inside of FTX. Correct. It it's yeah. So he was the front man. Man. And now they okay, so now there was a company called Enron back in the day. Yeah, I remember that. Failed. Mm-hmm. They brought I think his name's John Ray, the CEO of Enron. So when Enron fails, they bring in this guy named John Ray. <laughs> FTX fails. Guess who they brought in? John Ray. Guess how much he's made in the past two months? Seven hundred thousand dollars on his salary. Hmm. Okay. I don't know, man. I'm just... Uh-oh. It's a lot. Yeah. But it should just be obvious if you're watching this. You shouldn't be scared about crypto. There's bad people in this space, though. Yeah. But it's simple. We don't leave our money in exchanges. We have self-custody, right? Crypto, uh, Bitcoin's white paper was to have self-sovereignty, where you own your crypto, I own crypto. If we want to go to dinner, we pay in crypto. It's meant for transactions. It's meant for ownership. There's transparency on the blockchain. People say, well... Don't people use crypto for money laundering? Justin, don't they also use money for money laundering yeah, as well? True. Yeah. But guess what? Now with crypto, we can track that. Though. We can't track that with paper bills. Yeah. That stops if everything goes digital. Mm. Yeah, I like that because that's, that's true. People do good things and bad things with regular 100%. money. So, I mean, it's just on crypto, doesn't it? Yeah. Make it all of a sudden bad or like worse or, you know. But now so. you're going to get caught, though, if you do that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's interesting. What about what about tax? That's the question people ask all the time. All right, well, so if I buy this, do I got to pay taxes? Like, how does how does taxes work when it comes to? Well, crypto? Is yeah. it still a gray area right now? It's still a gray area. Okay. Um, but I think it's simple. If you buy something and it goes up, put 30 percent aside. Yeah. Right. Like some sort of capital gains. Um, if it stays in crypto, speak to an accountant on that. Got it. And if it goes down, do you write it off as a loss? You, I, you can write it off as a loss. Got it. 
not a financial advisor, but to speak to a financial advisor. Got it. Okay. What well, technically? Okay. What what if what if it goes? But it has to be a realized loss. Correct. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I would yeah. have to sell it. You have to sell it. Yeah. If it stays in crypto, it's still in crypto. Yeah. And USDC is crypto. There's stable yeah. coins where you can move the stable coin and let it sit there, which is supposed to be backed one to one. Yeah. Some of those stable coins weren't so stable, and <laughs> they yeah. went to zero. Yeah. So it seems to me, and I could be wrong, that crypto was just made to be used and is turned into an investment vehicle. A lot of people have used it that way. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Bitcoin was not created to be like an investment where everybody's going to get rich in Bitcoin. It was created to 08 happens, 2008. Uh, Bitcoin's created in 2009 as a, as a backup, as an option, really not a backup, plan A to get rid of the dollar. And I think we're going to see in our lifetime the fall of the U.S. dollar. Hmm. And we're going to see a shift in monetary policy from physical. I don't think physical money goes away, but I think it's decreased for sure. Hmm. There's a there's a theory on YouTube. Go watch this video. It's called the milkshake theory. And this theory is that the dollar gets so strong and it's it's the dollar hit a level last year from 2001. Hmm. What happened in 2001? 9-11. And the dollar that was at the peak of the dollar. And I'm not going to a conspiracy rabbit hole right now, but just look at the chart. There's a point that the dollar hasn't hit, it's like the last push up before it fell, fell 1984. Do you know what happened in 1984? We raised interest rates to 20% about. Mm-hmm. 1980, 1984. Can't remember the president, but they raised interest rates the same way they're raising them right now. And it's the, almost like every time we hear from them, they keep raising every week. And last week, done. they raise it again. Yeah, 25 basis points. And I think in March, we'll see 50 basis points. And I think that could be the last dagger down. And then they'll go back to 25. But then when they stop doing that, we'll see a relief. So, all right. So uh, let's talk about, I don't don't know how how well-versed you are on that. So let's talk about Fed raising the rate, lowering the rate. What does that mean to people? The Fed's number one goal is to tame inflation. Inflation Mm -hmm. is very high right now. It got to 8 point something percent, Mm 8.8%. And that's just the cost of things going up. Yes, everything. Yeah. And I think we've all experienced that, yeah, yeah, right? Sure. Everybody Absolutely. has, whether you have money or you don't have money. Eggs. Everything. Gas, everything, yeah. Yeah, you, you can make more money selling <laughs> eggs than illegal activities at the current moment, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Any egg dealers out there, hit, me, hit my DMs. Um, <laughs> that's a fact. That's a fact. So their goal is to keep it around 2%. Two. Two. Okay. It went to eight. Okay. Mm-hmm. So their mindset is, is that we're going to raise interest rates to slow down demand. Because during the pandemic, I mean, people were moving to Atlanta, to Texas, to, to Miami. I mean, people are still moving to Miami. They need to stop moving to Miami. And there was an issue because everybody was able to afford a mortgage, a $300,000 house with 1% interest. People were getting mortgages for pennies. Yeah. Now, $300,000 house, 7 8% mortgages, which is what they're going for like right now. That's a whole different game. That's a two or three X on that monthly payment. Mm. So it's harder to get a loan. And there's other ways, and I'm not a realtor, I'm not in that space. Um, So what they're doing is they're raising interest rates. When interest rates are going up, that's pushing money into the dollar. When the dollar goes up, essentially, you have stocks, commodities, crypto fall. So it's like money moving from basket to basket. So as the dollar gets stronger, the market gets weaker? The financial markets, yes, essentially. Yeah. Because it's like liquidity is moving. Mm-hmm. People are thinking, okay, the dollar is going to be the safe haven. Let me move all this money into the dollar. Mm-hmm. Okay, J- Japan's economy is going through some stuff. I'm going to move uh, from uh, Japanese yen, just like Forex, into the dollar. Yeah. But what have we seen in London, the Great British Pound? It is new prime minister. It is literally tanked. Yeah. It is like at a 1984 low. Hmm. Same time when the dollar was at that peak. So I think the dollar gets back to that level. Maybe this year, next year, this could be five years from now. I mean, it took from 2021 all the way till last year. It took 20 years to get back to that point in the dollar. Yeah. So this could be a game that we are in for five, 10 years. Dang. So you got to have offense and defense in in investing. Yeah. What's the short-term play, but what's also the long-term play? If Bitcoin right now goes to 10K, how many could you buy? If it goes to 40K and you hold one or two, what's your plan? I have a plan for both. I have it written down. I have it in my notebooks. I know exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah, so you're saying get an offense plan and a defense yes. plan right now for investing. Yes. Right that then. So important. Yeah, because it's not a – what I've learned about investing is not a – as much as I'm asking these questions, at least what I've learned is it's not like a simple answer. It's just like – Of course. It's like a if this, then that. 100%. If this, yeah. then that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I believe it does, does this, and if it does this, I'll yeah. do this. 
But if it does this, yes. then I'll do this. And, and I think both. you gotta have a plan early so that you're not emotional. Yes. And like let's say, like let's say right now you're on defense. You're not really putting money into the market. I'm still stacking stable coins or fiat or cash on the side. So when max fear happens, you'll know when max fear happens. Mm -hmm. We saw the pandemic, right? Everybody was fearful. Yeah. Bitcoin went from 3K to 60, 68, 69,000. Stock market, crazy yeah. highs. So I'm waiting for that max fear. I don't think we've hit that yet right now. So max fear happens. Mike goes and says, I'm investing in what? I'm going to be heavily into crypto mm -hmm. and real estate. Got it. Yeah. Got it. And in and, and crypto is like, I'm going more stable coins, like the Bitcoins, Ethereum's. Yeah, yeah the bigger projects for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. With this next push down, I would say 40 to 60% Bitcoin and ETH. Mm -hmm. 20 to th I would say 30% mid cap projects. Mm -hmm. So go to coingecko.com. It's a list of all the coins based on market cap. Top 50, but not everyone, obviously. You got to pick. You don't need to buy everything. That's the mistake people buy. They, they do. They buy, try to buy every coin. Yeah. And they think it's because it's cheap. It's mm. going to go to a dollar if it's at 0 0.01 of a penny. Mm -hmm. You have to understand tokenomics. I talk about it in the book. Please understand that. And then you have to understand uh, timing. Hmm. If we're in a bear market, I'm not buying small little coins. So this next push down, I'm going 40 to 60%, 30% mid caps, maybe 5% smaller cap coins. Yeah. I like it. Which could flip the whole portfolio if one of them hits. Facts, yeah, you don't need but yeah, one or two to play. That, that money could go to zero as well. Got and it. I'm okay with that emotionally. Got it. I'm not putting my future kids' money into that. Yeah, yeah. That's nah. set aside. Have the cushion, have the have the different buckets, and yeah. every person's life's different. I like that. That's that's strong. I always have a segment on the show called Breakdown to Breakthroughs. Yeah. I in in my life, there's always been breakdowns. Yep. There's been some lessons that I learned, and if I apply what I learned from the lessons, I get a breakthrough and I go to another level. Mm -hmm. Have you had any breakdowns? And if you had any breakdowns, what were some lessons you learned to help you break through? Well, 2015, I was earning maybe four or 5000 a month. Uh, two, August 24, 2015, the company was all shut down. So overnight... Income goes to zero. Zero, mm -hmm. zero. Fly to Vegas, join another company, three months, get to three grand a month, goes to zero as well. Cause just was, this company was... Anyways... Then I'm in 18 months of my life drifting. If you've read the book, Outwitting the Devil, I'm, literally, I'm getting closer to God spiritually, but I'm physically drifting, if that makes any sense yeah, in no. life. Yep. I get baptized, I start going to church. So that was like pro. 2016, I make $2,000 in the year as an entrepreneur. People think I'm rich. Yeah. Less than <laughs> Surviving off of, no, I was making 2,000 a year. I was making like 100, dude, I was, I don't even think, I was just in the company, I don't even know what I was doing. And I am still investing in myself. I had to discover a car with 10 grand limit on it. So I'm still going to events. Yeah. I'm still doing flights. So you're doing all the stuff still. I'm still doing the stuff. I'm just not focused on it. Yeah. And just waiting for opportunity. So that was a couple of times. Um, you know, 2016 Christmas, I had a breakdown. Christmas, I can't buy my family gifts. I try my best. Literally start crying after Christmas. <laughs> the night that Christmas. And I'm like, this, this is it. Like, I can't do this anymore. I have goosebumps. Um, December 2017 Christmas, you know, things were a lot better and so on and so forth. But yeah, and that was because like the relationships. So mm -hmm. like I lost the income, but I lost relationships. Um, and I, I lost myself for like a season. Yeah. And then how did I get that back? Just time, yeah. time to like heal and like all the traumas. But you have a lot of self doubt when you go through a breakthrough, whatever that breakthrough is for people watching, um, it's gonna be different for you. But you just gotta make sure that your self-doubt, that doesn't creep in too long. And if you are feeling that self-doubt, you have to get around people that are just have better energy. Wow. You have to go to church. You mm -hmm. have to be a part of the church. You have to be in the communities. You have to still go to the events. Yeah, yeah, that's why the, the environment is powerful. Yeah, and, and you know, like, there, there's some people like network marketing, they have, you know, it's pros and cons, yeah, right? For sure. that, but there's pros and cons to every business. Every business. <laughs> I have a few, and it's like, this one looks good, but it's making as much money. Yeah. This one, it's ugly, but it makes pretty good profit. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's like there's, yeah, yeah. It's just, there's pros and cons to everything. Like some of them, like I don't have to deal with as many people. Risk to reward, bro. It's same thing. Yeah. You know, so I, anytime I ask people like just about their business, yeah. I always ask like pros and cons. So, in the network marketing space, because I know you have some experience there yeah. too. I personally always tell people I think it's the a great, probably one of the greatest 
entry level places for, sure. for entrepreneurs, right? But yeah. it has cons as well too. Yeah. What, what do you like about it? What do you not like about it? Yeah. I mean, I like about it because everybody gets a chance. Yeah. An, an eighteen-year-old high school. I started in high school. Yeah. I got a chance, and I was eighteen, so I was legally allowed to do it. Um, another thing is, you know, you pay a couple hundred bucks or thousand bucks, whatever that company costs, and you immediately have access to people like yourself. Mm -hmm. Like essentially, like think about that. You have access to mentors at events where you can go ask a question. Yeah. You can maybe get invited to that dinner if you work hard enough. Yeah. You get incentive trips. So I think that's a part that people don't understand. Yeah. Like I have friends that they're not even really in it. They have yeah. jobs. They do other businesses and they're like, I just like being around the people. Kind of like what you were saying, yeah. like the environment. Let me, let me be intentional about getting around the right mentality, yeah. the right environment and energy so I can use that in the right direction. And I think everybody should do it part-time. Yeah. I mean, even I've seen people get to 10 grand a month. Yeah. And then they got to go get a job after because yeah. mm -hmm. they're, they leave the environment, their ego gets too big. And t I think between 10 and 20 grand a month is the most dangerous point yeah. in the space. Um, if you've did it once, you can do it again, but you won't have to keep doing it again if you kind of do it right the first time, essentially. Yeah. Um, one thing I don't like about it, there's a lot of politics in it. Yeah. I it's agree. a lot of, um, bashing at times yeah. I'm, I'm like not a really confrontational person yeah i don't like confrontation yeah, yeah i agree you know mm -hmm. i would just rather like walk away like, i don't like confrontation and sometimes that happens um it's not too many bad things i think it's too cheap to get joined sometimes <laughs> i was gonna say that's another thing you know because like i think there's certain businesses that you invest so much in it's very hard to quit yeah like some, sometimes you're just like i'm in too deep i gotta yeah i gotta just finish this thing. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean like honestly i tell people like that's that's yeah. why I truly believe that I just started to win as an entrepreneur because I was like, yo, I've invested so much in events, mentorship, all this kind of stuff. And then I didn't go to college. So now what do you do? Yeah. You're, tw you're 25 and now you now you go to college? Yeah. So now you don't graduate yeah. until you're 30? You told everybody you're going to make yeah, it happen. No, no, nah, no, no. We're, we're going to see this thing through. You know, and, and, yeah. and it's always one of those things like if somebody else has done it. Yeah. You know, I, I can do it. For sure. So, so yeah, I love that. So let, let's, crypto yeah. um, is, is uh, a safe space. Um, we're not looking at the death of it. You no. got to be smart, though, at this point. Yeah. I think you got to be smart. And if it smart. died, I would buy. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so you're like just... If, it, if Bitcoin went to $100 tomorrow, I believe in the technology and I believe the purpose that it serves. Got it. And that is... And like, I'm willing to risk a lot of it, man. Yeah, I was going to say, like, what, what do you feel uh, like the purpose is just... I mean, I think it's more like, kind of think of it as like a lot of the, the altcoins, like yeah. tech companies. Like I'm investing in solutions, yeah. like Chainlink is a... Is a it transfers data from blockchain to blockchain in seconds, and it's retrieved. I mean, and that's what you're saying. Research, like, find some stuff. Almost yeah. like stocks in a sense. Yeah. Like, find companies you believe in what For they sure. offer, the products they have. Yeah. And if if you like Apple, then do it. If you like Samsung, yeah. then do that. If if you're like, okay, I can see how this could be used. Yeah. Then you should invest. In there's it. a there's a blockchain. If you open up your Instagram right now and go to your profile, go to the three lines in the top right. You're going to see order and payments. Under that, you're going to see a button called digital collectibles on your Instagram right now. Instagram is running three blockchains, Ethereum, Polygon, Flow. Flow, go research this. We gotta put the price on this screen. It's at $1.20 right now as we're recording. It was at $44. Flow has partnerships with the NBA Top Shots. Hmm. You know those NFTs, the moment? Yeah. That's Flow's blockchain. NFL, Warner Music Group, Instagram, and Ticketmaster. Go to your next sports event in your city through Ticketmaster, you'll get an email with your NFT the next day. Hmm. People don't even know about this, it's on their phone. Wow! Oh man, that was a that was a gem right that there. That was. You okay. get and so you could buy Flow. Flow, and they haven't even really fully uh, integrated where you need Flow to buy the NFTs. What Flow is being used for right now is onboarding new customers with uh, credit cards, so you can go buy the NFT with like your credit card. But soon, or I think now, like this week, they're transitioning where you can also pay in Flow. So mm. now it's gonna push the price. Yeah. There's a project, an NFT project research, it's called Doodles, D-O-O-D-L-E-S-2. Guess who their chief brand officer is? Pharrell. Hmm. They're, they launched a collection on ETH. The second collection is on Flow. Wow. They did half a billion in revenue last year. Sheesh. See? That's why you came up here, man. I yeah. <laughs> so tell everybody like where they can find you. Um, I know you have a community yeah. um, where they can find and be a part of that if they decide to. Um, yeah. yeah, everything is just DeFi, Mike Sotero. Uh, there's a lot of fake accounts. No DeFi, D-E-F-I. Yeah, D-E-F-I, M-I-K-E-S-O-T-E-R-O. Uh, DeFi ebook.com. Get the book. I'll send it to you. It's 
It's a free book. And if you choose to join the newsletter. We'll put it in the show notes so you guys can yeah. click on it. Yeah. DeFi ebook. Uh, it's 11 pages. There's pictures. You know, people have Got sent it. me. Um, yeah. Pictures of their kids drawing on the pictures. Is that the the tokenomics book you're yes, talking about? Yes, tokenomics okay. blueprint. I think okay. it's a great starting point. It's a good guide for people yeah. to get onboarded and understand the security, the difference of a coin and NFT. Yeah. And I keep it simple: red flags and green flags. Here's a check. I even give the checklist. I even give the six websites that I used to research. That I do the research that I do. I give you wow. the websites on yeah. in the book. Um, and then there's a newsletter. Uh, I got some podcasts. I would love to have you on. Yeah, bro. Um, say less. Yeah, we're bringing in athletes. I had uh, an artist yesterday. He nice. does all the art for Guy Fury, uh, Post Malone, like all the physical artwork. Yeah, and uh, he's been in crypto since 2014. Wow. His will release next week. He's talking CIA, Bitcoin. It, it's deep. So nice. all that goes through the newsletter. Nice. I love it, bro. Cool. Congratulations, man. I'm excited to see not only what you've done in business, but also what you're building. Same, you know, bro. In, in community wise and in brand wise and. Content's on another level, man. So Thank I you, love man. that, man. Anytime I'm people on the learn. show, yeah, no, man. Yeah, you. you know, and Mike, listen, this this is my guy. Like, this is one of the guys that we still talk, communicate, and I, I tell people, yeah. bro, it's really, really important. Yeah. To 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 maintain relationship, but people will find out, you know. Man. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna stop telling people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anytime we're on the show, we like to you know bless people with something. So Billy, this is you got the uh, joy for Mike. Oh, oh. So, you know we got the. Uh, Oh man! New Age CEO's brand. We oh man! You, Thank you, bro. You gift there. You know, you, 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 I'm gonna wear this back on the yeah. flight, yeah. man. You always be rocking the brand. Oh man! And uh, also, oh. uh, Dr. Eric Thomas's new book. Wow! Just came out. Shout out ET. Yeah, shout out to E. I saw E in 2014 Vegas All In Convention. Wow. He was he was popping, but he was uh, he was coming up there. And yeah, then. he's on a different level now. So. Ooh, the green. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Bro, I appreciate you. Absolutely, bro. I appreciate you coming Thank in you, and, and blessing us. And also this information. I got to go back through this and... Uh, we go back and get some crypto after this. <laughs> yeah, we got to get off here. <laughs> right, so, listen, guys. I appreciate y'all tuning in. Uh, y'all know how we do on the show. Run the play show. We're in the locker room. Run the play. You got some of the top plays from my guy, Mike. Go run it. Let's go. What's going on? Listen, make sure you guys go to runtheplaystore.com. Get your official Run to Play gear. We talk about shirts, socks, jackets for everybody that's Run to Play all across the world. Are you ready? We're going to run the yeah. play. Let's Do you go. know what it's like to come for nothing at all? But every day you just wanting it all. Do you know what it's like?